0: My biggest regret hits hard and goes deep, and it set my business back years. In this episode, I'll share why you should never make the mistake I made 10 years ago when I started my first online business, and how to avoid this regrettable but very preventable mistake. Welcome to the Freelance to Full-Time podcast. I'm your host, Precious Henshaw, and I've been in e-commerce for over a decade. I started my first creative business in 2012 on Etsy as an 18 year old college student, but never really had the time to grow my business to where I wanted it to be until now. I'm scaling up from freelance creative work to earning a full-time sustainable income online, and I'm sharing tips, tricks, and strategies with you that I've learned along the way that are helping me get closer to my full-time goals. Follow me as I talk entrepreneurship, successes and struggles, and the strategies I'm using to build a business that supports my lifestyle so that you too can achieve your wildest dreams. I can't wait to take you on this journey with me. Let's begin. Hey friend, thanks for tuning in to the Freelance to Full-Time podcast. What's your biggest regret related to your business? My biggest regret hits hard and goes deep, and it set my business back years. In this episode, I'll share why you should never make the mistake I made 10 years ago when I started my first online business and how to avoid this regrettable but very preventable mistake. But before I get into this episode, if you have found this podcast helpful and inspiring in your journey, if you learned something new or I gave you an idea that helped you in your business, could you kindly take a few seconds to leave a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening, or leave a like and a comment on YouTube if that's where you're watching. This tells the platform that you find my podcast valuable and it helps my podcast rank higher so that more creatives like you can find it. I really appreciate it and I love to shout out the people who leave comments and reviews and I can't wait to shout you out when I read yours. I love this DM from one of my Nigerian listeners, I'm Nigerian too, about what it takes to host and traffic a website. I made two episodes inspired by this DM. They are episodes 27 and 28. building a website and how to drive traffic to it. I really hope those help and best of luck to you. So my biggest regret is completely preventable and it set my business back many years. It has to do with wanting to please others and listening to outside voices instead of following my own intuition and calling. Here's the backstory. As I've mentioned before, I started my first online business on Etsy in 2012. I was just entering university that year, not yet sure what I wanted to do career-wise. But my parents had their mind set on what my path should be, which was in the sciences. They were talking about how much good money there was in those industries and that I would find success and not have to struggle finding a good-paying job after I graduated. But I knew that I wanted to create things and sell them on Etsy. At the time, it was hair accessories and knitted beanies for the winter later it would be artwork and eventually graphic designs i've always been a creative person i was always into diy and making things with my hands and it didn't really matter what i was making necessarily just as long as i got to create something and i've always been very clear about my creativity and the path that i wanted to take with it nothing else really interested me i knew it would take a long time to build a creative business but that was the path that i was set on However, I had the voices around me from my relatives telling me that science was the way to go career-wise. The sciences definitely were interesting. I was curious about the natural world. I've always enjoyed my science classes, and I liked learning about microbiology specifically, but I've never ever pictured myself going into those fields. But it seemed like, according to the voices around me, I would not be successful unless I went into that field or something similar. So I decided to pursue both. I did my bachelor's and my master's in microbiology and I had my Etsy business on the side. This meant that my Etsy store could only be active a couple months a year because the rest of the time I was busy studying. And throughout that time, I was miserable because even though science piqued my interest, I was only studying it for a grade and a GPA that would determine a career path that I wasn't even interested in. But whenever it was time for me to make things for my Etsy store, that's when I lit up because that's what I'm supposed to be doing. That's my calling. And when you're stuck doing something that you weren't meant to do, that's not your calling. It causes dissension within you. And that's exactly what I experienced throughout university. Just nonstop feelings of confusion about what I was going to do when I graduated, anger that the supposed right path was not the path I wanted to take and sadness when my grades started to fluctuate because now nothing could hold my interest and studying became less of a priority. And when my grades did drop, that caused anxiety about the future and my ability to get a job. So then I had to discover ways to improve my testing. That was one of the first times that I used time management skills to be more efficient about how I studied and took notes. And this ended up helping me test better. So even though I didn't really want to be studying this, My grades got better and better, but even after scoring high, those negative feelings never went away. Fast forward to graduating and starting to work in the industry. I ended up graduating cum laude for my bachelor's of science degree with a GPA of 3.2, and summa cum laude for my master's, which is like the highest honors, a GPA of 3.7 and above. But even after all those academic achievements... I still wasn't that happy, and I still experienced that cognitive dissonance about my career path in the sciences. It still didn't feel right. Between graduation and working at my first job in the industry, I continued working on my store and building my brand. Then, when I started working, again, my time to work on my business became more limited, and I could only work on my business in the evenings. And throughout my time working in the industry, I still experienced that dissonance within myself. I felt like I didn't belong there, despite studying that subject and having hands-on experience in the lab. I still had feelings of confusion, but instead, this confusion was geared toward my future in that industry and that dreaded question of where I see myself in five years. I've never had an answer to that, ever, because I don't see myself working in that industry, and I never did, because that's not where I belong. I had feelings of anger and resentment because I was working a 9 to 5 job that didn't satisfy me and I was merely a worker helping build somebody else's business instead of having my full days to build my own. The first couple months at a job would be okay but then after that I was over it and ready to move on to something else because ultimately that's not what I was supposed to be doing. That was not my calling. I would start to dread having to come in. I dreaded Having to answer to managers and get their permission for time off, and the environment would feel stressful and like I was trapped in a place I didn't want to be. Has that ever happened to you before? Fast forward to last year, I worked my way up the corporate ladder and I landed a six figure position and a pretty flexible one, which I talk more about in episode 32, how I negotiated my salary and the interview process and all of that. And now I have the most time to work on my business than I've ever had. And guess what? Just like every other job I've ever had in the industry, after that six month mark, I was over it and I was ready to move on to something else. I started to dread coming in and that feeling of anxiety crept in again, just like it had when I first started studying for this industry that I didn't wanna be in, but that everybody told me was the right place to be. I came to the realization that it doesn't matter where I work. This was a repeating pattern and it was telling me something. It was a sign that I should not be working in this industry. This is not where I belong. The only thing that will eliminate those negative feelings and make me love waking up to work every single day will be being a full time business owner and nothing less. I also realized that my business growth and my ability to take my business to a revenue level that could sustain me full time has a lot to do with how much time I'm able to put into my business now that i do have a lot of time each week to work on my business i'm seeing exponential growth that i was never able to see because the best parts of my day and mostly all of my day were sucked out by my nine to fives and that's when i realized my biggest regret was listening to those outside voices who told me that i should be working in the scientific industry i wasted years studying for a career path that i had no passion in when i could have spent those years exponentially growing my business the way I'm doing right now. And if I had started back then with the time that I have now, can you imagine where my business would be today? I probably wouldn't have had to work in the industry doing something that I didn't love. I could have been living the satisfying life of my dreams where I got to work on the business that I loved and that brought in enough money to support me, set my schedule and wake up when I wanted and do what I wanted with my day and not have to answer to anyone. And if you continue to listen to the other people, including your family, about what your life path should be when their ideas don't align with you, you can find yourself in a very miserable place wondering how you could have possibly wasted all that time doing something so far out of alignment with your goals and dreams and the way you see your life. And that brings up another point about people-pleasing and caring what people think. Putting other people's opinions and thoughts before your own well-being is a sign that you lack confidence and have a low self-esteem, which isn't completely your fault because our upbringing and our culture shapes a lot of our self-esteem and the issues surrounding confidence. People who are sure of themselves and what they should do with their lives confidently follow the intuition and always move toward their calling. The only reason I even listened to those outside voices in the first place was because I was unsure of myself and I lacked confidence in my abilities as an entrepreneur. And those voices made me feel that way. They told me that being a business owner was too hard and that the income was too unpredictable and that it was too risky and the sciences was a safer path. That's where my lack of self-esteem came from. Once I realized that other people were holding me back from my potential, that's when I started to see unbelievable personal growth and also me moving closer and closer to my personal goals. As soon as I blocked out all of those outside voices telling me what I should be doing, my mindset was able to shift toward abundance and attracting the money and the opportunities I wanted my way by taking action on my own intuition. And if you find yourself in a similar position, that's what it's going to have to take. All those outside voices, all those outside opinions have to be eliminated. Ask yourself, what do you want? Your intuition will tell you what. And don't feel guilty about moving toward your path because if you don't follow your path, those negative feelings, that cognitive dissonance and sense of unbelonging will rise up because you're doing something out of alignment. If you do feel that guilt and that need to please, just remember that you were likely conditioned by those voices to feel guilt so that you'd be more likely to listen to them. For once in my life, I'm doing exactly what I want to do and I don't care what anybody has to say about it. It's my life to live and I have the right to be happy and that means I'm being a full-time entrepreneur, period. So friend, who are the outside voices telling you to take a path that doesn't align with your goals? What do you need to do to successfully eliminate those voices so that you can move forward doing what you want in confidence? What are your business goals and how can I help you get to where you want to be? Let me know by leaving a comment below or by sharing your thoughts with me on Instagram at Freelance to Full Time. And until next time, take care. Thanks for listening to the Freelance to Full Time podcast. If you found this episode helpful leave a like and a comment below if you're watching on youtube or if you're listening to the audio take a screenshot and share your thoughts with me on my instagram at freelance to full time also please leave a review on apple Podcasts, spotify wherever you're listening this helps my podcast rank higher and helps me reach more creatives with big goals and dreams just like you and me i can't wait to talk to you next week until next time friend take care